0: Everyone, you are tuned into the Trust and Believe No Man cast here on a Thursday, on December second, two thousand and twenty-one. Appreciate you guys tuning in today and take time out your day to uh, get the visual, to get the audio, and do all the et cetera. Hope you guys had a great uh, Wednesday. Me and my family, we had a great Wednesday as well, gearing up for the holiday season, just like everyone else is. So uh, things are looking good. Things are looking great. And you continue to be great for all my brand new uh, followers and subscribers. If you like what you see, you have 34 episodes of this so you can kind of binge watch, you know how you do on Netflix and Hulu, just binge watch the trust and believe nomad cast. Again, I got 34, 35 episodes coming in already in, in the stash on freaking uh, all the audio sites, all the podcast sites, the YouTube, the Vmos and all those so subscribe, follow, Download and do all the cetera to continue to support this channel. Something I love, something I enjoy doing Monday through Thursday and uh, keep going at it. Keep going at it till we can't go no more. So one thing I want to talk about today is a couple of things I want to talk about in my opening remarks. And, uh, you know, if any, everyone's familiar, I know everyone, does, everyone doesn't follow sports, but I think this is also it can serve as a life lesson as well. So you have Lincoln Riley, who formerly coached the University of Oklahoma. Now he coaches the University of Southern Cal, otherwise known as USC. Uh, So he left Norman, Oklahoma to go to Los Angeles, California. Uh, He had been coaching in Oklahoma for, I think, seven years. He took over for Bob Stoops when Bob Stoops retired. So. He's getting a lot of backlash, and also along with that, Brian Kelly coached the University of Notre Dame, and uh, I like to call it Nothing Dame, you know, being a Michigan guy. But he coached; he used to coach the University of Notre Dame, and uh, he ended up leaving to go to LSU, Louisiana State University. So these coaches are getting a lot of heat, a lot of flack, and you know, it could be, you know, it could be justified, but you know, the thing about it they crucify a lot of the college players who, if they don't get a lot of playing time, if they're not on the first string or second string, they end up transferring to going to another university and, or they leave and go to the NFL or just quit altogether. But then, you know, the coaches, you know, finally starting to get pushback because the way they're leaving now in college football, you have your destination jobs, your USC's, Michigan's, Ohio state's, uh, Alabama, some of those blue blood, as we call them, uh, universities. And typically what happens if you start at a lower level university, you kind of work your way up and it's known when you take a low level job and you, one of them coaches that's on the radar, that's on the rise. Everyone's looking at you. Usually you stay at a low level college for about two or three years and you start transitioning upward mobility. Cause at the end of the day, that's what we all supposed to do. Right. And um, so. Brian Kelly, who coached, used to coach Notre Dame, he started at Grand Valley State, went to Central Michigan, went to Cincinnati, to Notre Dame. Now he is at LSU. So he has shown the upward mobility. But I, I, I think what the issue is, is the way these coaches are leaving because they're in the middle of getting ready to go into bowl season where all the teams um, go to different bowls, you know, depending on how many wins they have in the year. Typically it's six to get uh, authorized to go to a bowl. And so he left in the middle of that. Notre Dame didn't have any more games left this year. And right now I think they're number six in the college football ranking. So they may not even make the playoffs. A lot of chaos got to happen before that. But, you know, all that, you know, pushed to push to the side. He ended up talking to his former team, Notre Dame. He talked to these guys. He sent them a text the night prior. And everyone already found out on social media. People, you know, leaked the information and everything The ESPNs and all these people, they were already on it. So he sent a text to the team, a group chat, group text, you know, sorry that you guys had to find out this way, so on and so forth. I want to meet with you guys tomorrow at seven, seven o'clock AM to explain everything. Now he is already signed, sealed, and delivered, going to LSU. So he met with the University of Notre Dame, the team, the team that, you know, talking about a hundred football players and support staff and assistant coaches and all these guys. They in the room, you can see the video. He talked to them for like two minutes. Hey, I know you guys, you know, we built the foundation here. You guys are going to be successful. he kept using the term you, you, you. There was no more of us and we, it was you, you, you. You got a chance to go to the playoffs. You got a chance to do this and that. He talked to these guys for like two minutes, two or three minutes. And then he just left. He didn't take any questions from reporters, didn't take any questions from the student athletes, didn't take any questions from the assistant coaches. And when, if you see the video, you see when he once he departs the facility, there was no, oh, coach left us. There was no clapping. It was like dead silent. And I think the way that he kind of left that situation, you know, it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Because I know being as a recruiter. You know, you go into a mother and father's living room and you tell that that son, you know, you're going to be here. I'm going to be here for three years. I'm make sure he gets his education, so on and so forth. And I talked about this a few weeks back. I think that's what's troubling because right now you can't put your stock in a coach, you know, because at the end of the day, they could tell you everything they need to tell you to ensure you sign that letter of intent with that university. But in the back of their mind, are they really looking for that next destination job? So sometimes I think you you have to really kind of separate the personal from the business. At the end of the day, you are a student athlete. Yeah, this coach recruited you. He wants you to be here. He came into your mother and father's living room to talk about this university and all the academics and, and everything that you can do that you can achieve with hard work and dedication and sacrifice and, you know, selfless service and all those values. But the deal of deal of it is at the end of the day, you're going to leave, hopefully graduate, hopefully go to the NFL. If that, if that's your choice. And I think a lot of times I I don't, I don't have an issue with him leaving because we all want upward mobility. We all want to leave and go to the next best thing. However, I think sometimes it's the way you leave. It's the way that message is conveyed because now these you talking about 18, 19, 20 year old, 20 year olds. Now, remember us at that age, we're all impressionable. You know, we believe the first thing that sounds great. Now, what happens now to that person that he recruited last year that was a senior in high school? And now he's at the University of Notre Dame. and you told his parents that I'm going to be here with little Johnny. I'm sure he gets his degree. We're going to do everything we need to do to make him a model citizen, someone that can, you know, be of substance to society. And all of a sudden I leave. Now, what little Johnny got to understand, yeah, my heart is broken. My coach is leaving, but I'm still here to get my education. I'm still here if I want to go to the NFL to do the things I need to do to be successful so I can go to the NFL. So I, my thing is I would tell all the college kids that's had coaches that, that will leave. It's just like with leaders in the military, you know, you have soldiers, you have leadership that you, you know, you end up loving these cats and they take care of you. They do everything they, they need to do to make you successful. And then all of a sudden they PCS. Well, it's a difference because they can't, they're leaving. It's not by choice. It's by military orders. But what I'm saying is, you you, you you get so fixated with a person and you enjoy being around that leader. You know, they, they helping you evolve as a perp- person. They helping you be the best person that you can be. And all of a sudden they're gone. So it hurts a little bit, but you have also have to understand that sting doesn't last that long. So let me take everything that he taught me, all his attributes, all his values, everything that he wants me to be as a person, what he talked about as being a great person and use that as a way to, you know, have a, a a testimony for others. Hey, I've been through it. You know, my coach left or my leader left and, you know, I really enjoy being around this person. They taught me everything I need to know. I'ma use all these tools to be successful. Again, I'm just I'm just talking here, but I think a lot of times, you know, the 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 student athletes have to understand it's a business. But then the coaches have to understand there there is a, a human element with that, the way you leave, you know. And then with the case with, with Lincoln Riley, you know, he ended up leaving, going to USC, and the big thing, they were saying that what would you rather have? You know, you're a coach just making five $6 million a year. Would you want to make $5 million coaching at Oklahoma, which is one of the blue-blood schools? Would you want to coach in o- Norman, Oklahoma, because that's where the University of Oklahoma is located, you make $5 million a year and you coach at the University of Oklahoma in Norman versus making $5 million a year, just throwing numbers out versus making $5 million a year living in Los Angeles, coaching USC where your wife can shop on Rodeo drive versus shopping in Norman, Oklahoma at the local strip mall at the local outlet. You know, so it's all about lifestyle. I think that's the biggest thing. It's all about lifestyle. What do you really want in life? You know, I talked about this the other day. It's the difference between being happy and being happier. It's happier, more, more important than being happy. You know, it it is what it is. So I just want to kind of just talk about that. You know, it's a lot of issues going on in the world. We're talking about these freaking the COVID, all these different variants, all these little things coming out. And, you know, all these, these issues with the schools and there's so much stuff, so much negative stuff going on in society. I try to keep this thing as light as possible, telling my stories, telling, uh, talking about sports and other things. just want to keep this thing as light as possible because we have so much heaviness going on in the world, but you got to continue to move forward. Got to continue to move through that tunnel and understand this is the world we live in. How do I continue to be a great person? How do I continue to be a good person? in a world where there are bad people. Now everyone isn't bad. Everyone's situation isn't bad. At the end of the day, you have to take care of your own, watch out for your own to ensure that you are successful doing the right thing. And everything will work out the way it's supposed to be. All right. So that was my opening remarks today. I'm going to talk about, dang, the opening remarks, almost 11 minutes long. So today I'm going to talk about, uh, share a story way back in 2000. Sneaker stories on the Thursday, and it involved running. When I used to run in the army before I injured my foot and became a permanent walker, um, we'll talk about running in Hanau, Germany, wearing some Nike Prestos that I bought at the PX in 2000, and I had some issues with people and had some issues with myself with that. So, again, download, subscribe, do all the cetera, like, follow trust and believe nomad cast next up sneaker stories on a thursday on a thursday on a thursday stay tuned trust and believe hey, hey hey welcome back welcome back to the trust and believe nomad cast again i'm your host mr anderson here on a thursday sneaker stories on a thursday on a thursday yeah on a thursday all right, so today, as I already talked about, I'm <clears throat> we'll talk about some Nike Prestos that uh, I purchased way back in 2000. 2000. The Nike Prestos, I purchased them at a PX, uh, which is a post-exchange on all Army bases. And the Navy have the Navy exchange, and Marine Corps have the MCCS, and the Air Force call them BXs, base exchanges. Pretty much what they are, just shopping malls on base, right? So I purchased a pair of Nike Prestos, like I said, way back in 2000. And uh, when we were stationed in Hanau, Germany, in Hanau, Germany, they had a bunch of bases. They call them concerns in Germany, but they're bases. And uh, we were stationed near uh, a shopping plaza called Wolfgang Concern, uh, which is no longer there. I think they redeveloped it, repurposed it for something else once they gave all the, the land back to the Germans. But nonetheless, it was called Wolfgang Concern. And you drive in the gate, you make a right, and you go past the commissary, go past the PX, and then right around the corner was the sports store where they sold all these shoes. So with that being said, I purchased these. Now, it's not, of course, not this one. This is a replica. I bought this in uh, Korea at one of the Nike stores in Korea. But this is the Nike Presto that came out in 2000. And originally when Nike brought these out, they called the the tag tagline was, it's a t-shirt for your feet. Now at the time, the shoes were very like. This is when uh, running shoes and, and basketball shoes and all that, et cetera. They started utilizing modern material. Again, this is 2000 start using modern material. If you notice the shoe is very soft. It almost, it feels good. Some Nike shoes, some jogging shoes anyway feels better with socks. Some feels better with bare feet, right? And on a note, if you're wearing shoes, right, just a hygiene point, if you wear shoes without socks, put some daggone baby powder in your, in your, sh- your shoes, some on your feet and inside your shoe. That way your shoe is not smelling like machine gun funk, right? But nonetheless, so they started making these shoes. The materials were a little bit lighter and everything. And this shoe was actually a great shoe. It wasn't a great shoe to run in, as I'm going to tell you the story. But it was a a great shoe because it kind of hugs your foot. To me, this was more of a a chilling shoe. But, again, this is a retro that came out a few years ago. I bought these, like I said, at a Nike store in Korea. And uh, you can see the shoe, man. It's a a great-looking shoe, very lightweight shoe. I haven't worn it as much. So I, I bought these, what, 2018 And it's 21 now. I probably wore these probably about 10 times in three years. It's a good chilling shoe, a good summertime shoe, right? But the original ones I bought in Germany, they were blue. All this, if I remember, was blue. This was blue as well, this little thing on the side here. This was blue, and all this was white as well. But the Nike Presto, originally, originally manufactured in 2000. And I bought these in Korea at a Nike store in Korea and not none of them fake Nike stores in Korea, like a legit Nike store. All right. The Nike Presto. So this is how the story goes. So it was 2000 and it was a battalion S3 Sergeant Major who was getting ready to retire. And it had been rumbling, rumblings around the unit that he wanted to go on this one last run, right? And this Sergeant Major, he was one of them old school Sergeant Majors. He already had, I think, 30 years in anyway. He was getting ready to retire. And so he wanted to go on this one last run. So, of course, the Battalion Command Sergeant Major was going to support it. All the first sergeants were going to support it. So, of course, we as troops, NCOs, I was, a, I was a specialist then. So we all, you know, got to support it. You know, you have to do it. So originally this run was only supposed to be two miles two miles up and down and we back. He'll talk about how he loved the army, this and that, and the third, and then, you know, move on. Cause again, he was already 30 years in, this was 2000. So he had joined in nineteen nineteen, freaking 70. Um, uh, one of them old school cats He remind me of one of them old school master gunnery sergeants that I had in the Marine Corps, just real, you know, he talked like this, you know, real gruffy old school type cat. You know what I mean? The kind that, you know, back in the day, when you had certain sergeant majors, you didn't want to see him. You know, you see him and you look the other way, especially when you was a troop. You know, that's just how it was back then, right? And uh, he was a good dude. You know, he would talk to you, talk with the troops. Whenever we had sergeant's time training, he would come out and, you know, he would blast you if you if you wasn't instructing properly. But then he also pull you to the side and, and kind of give you that lessons learned. and This is what you should do, so on and so forth, right? But, yeah, but he'll, he'll blast you in a minute. He didn't care. Again, he was one of these old school cats. So they was talking about, hey, Sarma, I can't remember his name. But there's a sergeant major, you know, he want to have a run. This snaps only going to be like two miles. And uh, it's, that's it. He just wanted to just, you know, leave out on his own terms or whatever. So we're like, okay. And so this is before I hurt my foot. So I was actually a runner back then before I ended up transitioning to being a permanent walker, which was like years away. So, again, this is 2000. So the Nike Prestos, how they involved in this story, I end up wearing these. So I'm going to take you back to the night prior to this run. So there's like, okay, the run is going to be tomorrow. We're going to meet up here at, at 6 30 salute the flag, do all that. So I may just say his remarks and we out, we come back, you say something else. And then you release to go conduct personal hygiene and report back to work. Typical army type stuff, typical military day-to-day tasks, tasks, right? So I'm like, okay, So the platoon sergeant called us and let us know, hey, tomorrow, you know, be ready. We're going to have a run. Make sure you hydrate. Because it was Germany in the summertime. And Germany gets cold, but people don't realize in the summer, it's very humid. It gets hot. So he was like, make sure y'all hydrate tomorrow. So we're like, okay. We said okay. I said okay. But it wasn't okay. So the night prior, me and my wife, we decided to watch The Art of War, which is a movie with Wesley Snipes, right? And so... We watched this. We got the DVD and we watched this movie. It was like it had to be like 11 o'clock when we turned this movie on. And we just started watching it. No, we should have had our butt sleep knowing I should have had my butt sleep because I had a freaking run the next day. But I was in really good running shape back then, you know, so it was no issue. And I only had been a year away from getting out the Marine. So I was you now I was excellent with running cardio. Everything was straight. But I had an issue. So we stayed up and we watched the art of war and we turned that movie on like 11 o'clock or so. And it didn't go off to like 1230, almost one o'clock. Now I have, I usually get up about five 30 to, to get ready for PT. And then usually leave my, uh, leave my, uh, residence about, you know, five forty five or so, because Underwood concern where I was stationed at in Germany, it wasn't that far from where my housing was at. And so I ended up going to bed. We watched Art of War, getting ready to go to bed. And I couldn't sleep. You know, I was just tossing and turning. And that was back then when I used to be able to sleep three hours, four hours, and still be fully functional for that work day. So I couldn't hardly sleep. You know, I don't know what it was. I didn't drink any water. You know, I'm a lemonade type dude. So I had drunk all this lemonade. Piss just yellow is, is a caution like. And uh, so we got up the next day. And for some reason, I was like, man, I really want to freaking wear my Prestos, the PT. I'm going to freaking wear these things. And I shouldn't have been running in them. And I ended up paying the price. I ended up freaking running in these things, right? And so I got ready to put my shoes on, went downstairs and everything, kissed my wife goodbye, kissed my daughter goodbye, the whole nine, and showed up for PT. Sergeant so Major, you know, he out there, and you know, we all talking. And, and now, previous, we was like, he's only going to run two miles so everybody's like man Sergeant major talking about he want to run like five six miles today and now i I was a runner back then but i'm like i really don't feel like running because i didn't get a lot of sleep last night me and my wife we stayed up and watched the art of war man it's a little hot out here this morning i'm already freaking sweating man i really don't feel like doing this i hope it's just go down the street come back and we good (laughs) so Sergeant major said this piece we uh, rendered proper courtesies to the flag and everything. Battalion commander said something. The battalion uh, command sergeant major said his piece and we out. So we running. I mean, we running full bore. It ain't no let's lead up to it. And we run it. We conducted our daily exercises prior to that, but we was gone. So we start running. So we leave out of Underwood Concern and we make a right. I can't remember the name of that street. So we go all all, all the way down to this next street, which I can't remember. And then we made another right, and we just freaking gone. We gone past the PX. I mean, we just rolling. We're not running. We're rolling. And we just freaking going. Do, 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 So that first few miles, I was feeling pretty good. I'm like, okay, I'm all right. I'm all right. Next thing you know, I start feeling all that lemonade I was drinking the night prior. Plus, it was very humid that particular morning. And now I'm like, I am ready to freaking uh I'm ready to freaking turn around and let's go. So Sergeant Major, they calling Cadence. All the platoon sergeants calling Cadence. The NCOs calling Cadence. Everybody calling Cadence. And I'm like, man, I am ready to go. I am I'm getting tired. And I was in good shape back then, but I'm running. So I noticed, like, while I was running, my, my foot, this was on my right side, it was just kind of just shifting back and forth. Because you can see the shoe was very light. And at that time, I wasn't used to to a very light shoe, right? And just the way the strings were, the the way the shoe was structured on my foot was wrong. I knew it was some issues. So then my foot started hurting. And I previous, when I was in the Marines, I had a stretch fracture on my right foot. That didn't help. So now I'm running and I could just feel my foot. It was almost like the, the foot was just like, just not touching the ground. It was almost like slapping the ground. And Lord knows I want to freaking just quit. But there's no way I couldn't because, mind you, we had the whole battalion, the battalion command team, all the support staff, the staff, all the freaking batteries. And then I was in 19th maintenance company. You know, it was just it was just like, wow, I need to freaking stop. But there's no way I can stop because if you if you stop, then people, you know, they put you on straggler patrol and people got to come get you. And, you know, it's just a bunch of stuff you don't want to deal with. But I was like, I was really feeling dehydrated. My head was hurting and we still freaking rolling. So I'm looking at my watch, man. I'm like, man, we need to hurry up and get back. i want to conduct, go back and conduct personal hygiene and do all this other stuff. So we running. Sergeant Major's like, he don't care. This is his last major run in the military. He's running. So we finally turn around way past the PAs. And right now we're probably, I will say four miles away from our base. So if we're four miles from my base, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We got to go back another four miles. So that's like a total of eight miles. So we running, we running, we running. The first sergeant's like, come on, y'all. I mean, it's just it's a gaggle of people. Again, we got a bunch of batteries, which is like, I was in the air defense artillery unit. So they didn't call it airs companies to call them batteries. But we was a support company, 19th Maintenance Company, right? So you got, I think it was like Alpha Bravo Alpha Battery, Bravo Battery, Charlie Battery, Battery Delta Battery, and Echo Battery. I think was stationed in Babelhausen, Germany. So they wasn't there, and then it was us. So we running, all these people calling caves. It's just mad loud. So we finally turn around and we come back and we running. Now my foot is like just hurt. I can feel it. You just feel it. Just slapping the ground, slapping the ground. I'm de freaking dehydrated from drinking all that daggone lemonade and not getting a lot of sleep the night prior. Plus in Germany, it's freaking humid during this time of the year it's in the summer. And I'm just drenched with sweat. Everybody's drenched with sweat and we still freaking running. So finally we make it down and we get ready to make this left. I'm like, if we make this left, we good. Cause I know we're going back to base. We made the left. So now I got a little motivation. I'm like, okay, okay. We, we, we almost there. We almost there. So in typical military army fashion, right? Soon as we get closer to the base, we pass the base. And I'm like, no, we passed the freaking base. And the sergeant major's like, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. And I'm looking at our base. We just passing by it. Now my foot is hurting. I'm dehydrated. My head is hurting. I'm drenched in sweat, just like everybody else. But I'm just looking at base like, why we ain't make a turn there. We keep running all the way down to this other base that was next to ours called Gross Oldham. So we get down there and we turn around and then we come back. And it wasn't that far, but it was the 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 part that pissed me off just like everybody else that was running. You know, you get fixated on stopping here. And then when we stop here, it's like all your motivation is gone. Because you could just look at everybody else in the formation running. It's like they was amped up with getting ready to go back to base. And then all of a sudden, we were running past base. And it's like, base is back there. Sergeant Major, why are we not stopping? And you could just see, like, shoulders start sinking down. You could just tell. People were tired. So we end up going back to base. In total, I think it was almost like maybe seven, eight miles, right? So we get back. Sergeant Major started talking. People's on the ground, you know, they telling people to keep your head above your heart and all that. So all in all, it was a good run. But I tell you, I blame stand up at night. I blame drinking all that lemonade at night. And I blame myself for wearing these freaking Nike Prestos that I shouldn't been wearing. Right. Because I hurt my foot wearing these freaking shoes for the fact that the material and I don't want to blame the material because the shoe is a very light shoe. But I knew back then, way back in two thousand twenty-one, some years ago with a version just like these that was blue. First of all, I should just wore these for my original intent with or just to wear them on a the regular instead of wearing them for PT. But, you know, I got to wear the latest shoes for PT. You know, I got to be fresh for PT and end up hurting my foot. And my foot was hurting. And I think a lot of that, especially, you know, in the Marine Corps, I hurt my foot and then hurt my foot on that run. And now I have foot issues. I've had foot issues forever since I've been in the military. But uh but nonetheless the Nike Presto, man, it's a, if you ever buy this is a very light shoe, but I definitely wouldn't recommend running in it. You know what I mean? But it's a very good shoe. Nike Prestos originally produced in two thousand, re retroed a few years ago. And uh yeah, man, the Nike Prestos. But that's my sneaker story for the day. It's not really theatric. It was just I guess the biggest takeaway was don't get fixated on the target because that target moves. <laughs> and my target was going back to base, getting ready to make that left inside base. And the sergeant majors like, nope, we keeping go- we're gonna keep going. And I'm like, No, I wanna stop. Please make them stop. But I guess that, again, that's the biggest takeaway. Make sure that tar- is a. everything in life is a moving target. It's a moving target, man. It's very fluid. So don't get fixated on something. I should have just prepped my mind, okay, we may not stop here. We may keep going. But I tell you, man, and just like anybody else that's been in the military, when you go on these long runs and then you think you're going to stop where you originated from and you don't stop there, it can it become a, a significant emotional event. And that's what it was that day. All right, so I appreciate you guys tuning in today on a sneaker story on a Thursday, on a Thursday, on a Thursday. I am definitely glad you guys tuned in. Welcome me back for this week after two weeks of taking a hiatus. And, you know, there's some things I still want to change. Like I stated before, by and large, I think I am enjoying the way everything is set up. I still kind of tweak some things with the lighting and colorization and all that. But I think all this is going to, Stay the same. I really enjoy it. I like all this stuff behind me. I like clutter, right? Organized clutter. Let me put it like that. But uh, again, I want you guys to have a great uh, weekend. Again, I know originally I talked about going back, uh, making the shows from Monday through Friday. next 9. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to go Monday through Friday and Friday gives me a way to kind of look at the comments, look at the analytics and, you know, dive into the numbers and see what I want to talk about for the next week. And also give myself a day of not having to worry about, you know, getting ready to, to shoot a podcast, to edit the podcast and upload to all these sites and strip the video, and upload to the audios Kind of get kind of gives me a day of rest, if you will. Right. Um, But again, Monday through Thursdays, I try to have everything uploaded at least by 3 o'clock, no later than 3 o'clock. Some may come earlier. Some may come uh, right at 3 or before 3. But that's my goal every Monday through Friday. Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. You see the website here down at the bottom. You go to that website like I stated the other day. Go in the corner. You can access my social media sites, so on and so forth. Uh, Again, audio, Spotify, Apple, Google Play uh I'm still waiting on Pandora Amazon all the cetera all your favorite audio and podcast platforms I'm on there right uh you can find the visual versions again at YouTube at Vimeo I'm on there as well right and patreon I'm on there as well so if you want to look at this mug this ugly mug you got three options if you want to listen to the voice you got multiple options so I'm there trust and believe nomad cast I want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. If you're new to the channel, go ahead and subscribe. Again, binge watch all previous 35 episodes, right? This thing is going to keep rolling and rolling till it can't roll no more. I'm loving it. This is my therapy. I appreciate it. You guys have a great weekend. Be safe. Be sound. Protect your front. Protect your left. Protect your right. Protect your back. Everything will be good. Utilize your third eye, which is your brain. Be safe and sound. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family members. And be safe. See you guys Monday next week for Monday Mental Combat. Stay tuned, trust and believe.